I don't know if <laughs> I don't want to give anything away, but I don't know if Epstein is in this list. Because <laughs> we did one year where we had Castro, he was on the list. I don't know where we grabbed that from, but oh, this is Hollywood's noticeable, notable. That's why. Okay. Ah, all right. Do you want to just do Hollywood celebrities? Keep Epstein out of it? Yeah. Sure. Okay. okay. All right. Welcome to the worst of the best podcast. You wanted the best. Well, they didn't freaking make it. So here's what you get. From Canada, Ryan and Ruben. Ruben, this is my favorite time of the year for the podcast. By far, this is our absolute favorite topic that we do. I love it. <laughs> I think this is our third or fourth annual. I'm not sure. We've done, uh, I think this might be our, at least our third annual celebrity death. Yeah, about that. So I was, <laughs> sorry. just want to give our disclaimer to all the uh, listeners of our show who have who might be loved ones of these celebrities who listen to our show <laughs> that we mean no disrespect to the, to the love that you lost this year in 2019. But we, Ruben and I, we truly look forward to this. People die. People do die. You and I, Ruben, will never make a list of any nope. way, shape or form when we die. <laughs> no, these are the best that died. <laughs> We're going to the- pick who was the worst one out of the list. This That's list. right. The worst one could be, somebody that we felt was the the hardest loss for us personally as a fan, or we just think might be the worst individual, i.e. we did that one year. We I think Castro was on one year, one of our sure. lists, and we said that that was, you know, that's an example of uh, somebody that we didn't miss, but we thought was the maybe the worst individual. So we'll just see how this list goes. So this is the worst of the best podcast. This is our annual Celebrity Death Podcast. These are the most notable deaths of the year in Hollywood. We are going to pick our worst from the best deaths. So thank you to these people who have died this year. Uh, we will say if anyone dies between now this recording and the actual end of this year, we might have to do a quick little <laughs> – put it this way, the individual has to make the worst cut. So it would have to be like a some sort of subsidiary insert yeah. edit. <laughs> if like Tom Cruise dies. Uh, that would be a really sucky loss. That's not a worse person. That'd if, be a sucky if you're loss. on Dancing with the Stars, you probably won't make the list. No, Dancing with the Stars deaths won't count. They won't. They won't make this list. Okay, so Ruben, let's get into it. John Stapleton. I know Carol. the name. Okay. Or it sounds like a name that I would know, and I see that he's been in several movies: Spotlight, Mystic River, which I've seen. Yeah, he's one of those character actors. Kudos to him. He died on January first. <laughs> Wow, he really, he started off the year strong. He was into our last podcast. He's like, I gotta make the list. I gotta make the list. He made the list. He made the list just in time for this year, January first. Good for him, yeah. eh? What yeah. a way to rig in the new year. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I hope that I die on an uneventful like Tuesday in March or something like that. You know, I want to die on September eleventh. <laughs> I lost my father on September 11th. That's right. <laughs> when did your husband die? He died September 11th. Oh, yeah. that's terrible. What was, oh, no, two years ago. Oh. <laughs> mean Gene Okerlund, Ruben, the famed oh, WWE. Oh, he died. Yeah, he died. 
wrestling has got to spend everything to me. And it turned out to be a great time. It's a good life. If one day I'm called up to the big house, if I'm called, they'll have a funeral. I want you to bury me face down. And then all of my critics can kiss my ass. That rings a bell. Oh, you don't mean Gene, of course. Of course, mean Gene. No, no, him dying rings a bell, not his name. Well, he died January 2nd. I guess for the list, this is order of date of death throughout the year. So this is actually chronological order. We're only on January 2nd? (laughs) Yes. This is going to be a long list. Mean Gene, when I was a kid, I thought he was an old man. Right. Yes. But that was like 30 years ago. Yes, I know. 30 years ago, he was the same age as me. (laughs) That's how he looks the same. That's great. So yeah, Gene Okerlund died at the age of 76. 40 years ago was what year, Ruben? Um, I don't know. 2020, so 1980. So let's say, yeah, 35 years ago, we were watching wrestling, like legit watching it. He would have been, uh, yeah, 40. <laughs> <laughs> like younger than we are now. But when yeah. we watched him as kids, he looked like, a 76-year-old man in our eyes, like an old oh, yeah, man. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just weird. Yeah, so the uh, famed WWE announcer, he uh, interviewed, of course, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant at their peak. Look, a lot of lot of interviews. Okay. Mean Gene had that look that gave the sport, quote-unquote, of wrestling. Sports entertainment, Ruben. Sports entertainment, like a legitimate look. Yeah, and the voice. Right, let's, yeah. let's go on to January uh, 3rd. January 2nd. So we're still in the second? Bob Einstein. Yeah. I love them. I know. Super Dave. Super Dave Osborne. Curb he's Enthusiasm. Also, he's also on Curb Enthusiasm. He's so great on Curb Enthusiasm. So great. And if you want to get a sense of what he's really like, comedians in cars getting coffee. But I have a lot of cars and didn't really need it. And all this time, as I've been waiting, Bob has been asking me if he could have it. Are you going to get me that car? Do you still want the car? Yeah, absolutely. I better get that car. And don't forget about the car. Am I going to get the Acura? Because I'm going to change my attitude if I'm not. I don't know what to say. You wouldn't do that. I mean, why would you do that? I did it. You did that? Well... Are you giving it to me? Well... It Why kinda, do you have a ribbon on it if you're not giving it to me? I might. It kind of depends on how the show goes today. I've never if heard we, of a gift like that. Yes, it's, it's unusual. It is unusual. What are you talking about? I did this Tonight Show with Leno. <laughs> I heard that part. Bill did, all right, I'm telling you what, what I you did. Bigoted stories. That's what I said. <laughs> I've been, I got a book that says Bigoted Stories for Children. So uh, far, this is a good show. Really good, yeah, really good. I mean, I don't see too much being cut out to you. <laughs> There's two episodes on there. Amazing. Right. right. Tough loss there, January 2nd, and he also was 76. Okay, oh, tell Carol me. Channing. Well, I don't really know her that well. She's the legendary Broadway musical actress, but I don't really know her. Now, you've been very busy, haven't you? Yes, I have been. And now I'm... (laughs) Did did you do Night of a Hundred Stars? You did Night of a Hundred Stars? Yes, yes. Oh, you haven't seen it yet. No, they, you they see, haven't you, seen it yet. They just love the idea. No. 
<laughs> it's going to be March 10th. March 10th. March 10th. March 10th. Yeah. Yes, and we are the most fun, though, really, Little Tawny, is that backstage is when we're all in the dressing rooms yeah. and they put all the Broadway girls together. And then we had, uh, there was one, well, now this year we had Whoopi Goldberg yeah. in our dressing room. And yes, and I, you know, your drummer, Steve Jordan, uh -huh. goes to her same barber. Those names you just know. Okay. Well, she was 97. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. Albert Finney, you know him? Scroll down a little bit so, so I can see him. Well, that is him. Yes, okay. Young, yeah. Younger picture of him, of course. Yeah, so Albert yeah. Finney, the British Oscar-nominated actor who starred in movies like Tom Jones, Aaron Brockovich, the Bourne movies. And also, my favorite probably that he was in was the Little Fish, Tim Burton movie. Big oh, Little Fish. Big Fish. Big, sorry, Big Fish. He played uh, Ewan McGregor or his dad in that movie. Yeah, that was a good movie. Very popular actor. Yeah, he died. He was 82, another full life. Mm -hmm. So Ron Miller passed away. Now, I don't really know him by name. I mean, I, I've heard the name, but of course, he was the former president and CEO of the Walt Disney Company and the son-in-law of the of company founder, Walt Disney. Quite the connection. Yeah, no kidding, eh? Imagine marrying into the Disney Company. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh. Remember, yeah. <laughs> who's the boss? Remember who's the boss? Uh, yes. Yeah, so that was Catherine Helmond. She was a character actress who rose to fame in the 70s and 80s with roles on the sitcom Soap and Who's the Boss? And she also appeared in uh, Terry Gilliam's Brazil. She died February 23rd, the age of 89, so another full life. But she was old on Who's the Boss in the 80s. At least yeah, I thought she, she was. The grandma who <laughs> still had her mojo. She was always <laughs> dating younger men and that sort of thing. Holy moly! I wasn't ready. <laughs> well, it's Mona the Magnificent, huh? Watch out, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> no wonder that's where the boys are. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Hi. Hi. Mother, mm -hmm. you're wearing a bathing suit. <laughs> what? <laughs> How did it get on me? Mother, I just... Then it, isn't it a little revealing? I certainly hope so. <laughs> no, Mother, I meant, you know, your delicate skin. You know how you burn. Well, I'll only wear it at night, dear. Good. Yeah, she was the, like the character from Golden Girls who still had it going on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she died this year, Rube, again, my math. Uh, she died in 2019 at the age of 89. So how old was she in... Who's the boss? She was close to 50-something. But that's only 10 years older than I am. It's just so weird to think the men and women in their 50s now, that's nothing in the dating scene. That's very common. Yeah. Weird. But back in the 80s, you know, a 55, 58-year-old grandmother dating, you know, that was quite the, uh, quite, quite the comedy bit that lasted for a few seasons on the Who's the Boss. Well, you know, it just got funnier as she got older. Right, because the older she gets, the less likely she would have the libido. <laughs> but it just keeps going. <laughs> now, I had to look this guy up. His name is Andrew Barans. He was a documentary filmmaker. He was only 46 when he passed away March 3rd, but he was the cameraman on the Oscar-winning doc Free Solo. Did you ever that movie on Netflix? I did see it. I didn't watch it. It stresses me out too much. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so Free Solo is uh, about a rock climber, Alex Hanold, 
on his quest to perform a free soul climb of El Capitan. Yeah, the idea of him climbing without, I guess, any safety equipment, that's insane. Like, if he's climbing because he's there's a prize at the top. Like, if you climb this, when you get to the top, you'll cure disease. Go for it. But if you're climbing for no other reason than to climb without any safety equipment, there's nothing for me. He was just the cameraman. He wasn't the climber. I did a quick Google search on him. And okay. his death, Ruben, tragic. It was, uh, it's hard to find information on, but I think he got kidnapped. Really? He swallowed his memory card at one point while in custody. There's a bit of a mystery behind his death. No, I, we're going to research it more later. I'm sorry. I'll just Google Andrew Barans and I've got to do some research on this guy because there seems to be something mysterious about his death. Yeah, right here. His cause of death was not released Sunday when this report was made. But it, it did come out eventually. He he survived bouts of serious depression throughout his life. Uh, he he had a diagnosis of Parkinson's disease combined with other circumstances appears to result in, in a decision to take his own life. So suicide. That's too bad. I read a story really quickly, like a headline, where he swallowed a memory card while, I guess, in custody of some sort. Anyways. All right. Huh. Interesting. Too bad. And now I've heard of the band Prodigy, but I couldn't name you the lead singer's name. But the lead singer Prodigy, Keith Flint, died. He was found dead. Yeah, yeah, that's that's sad. I believe it was also a suicide. I'm the fire starter. That's the only, well, you know, really what I know. Right. Luke Perry. Luke was a, Luke was a huge part of, uh, of, of our 90210 family. And uh, personally, Luke was a very, uh, very large part of my life, uh, personally, uh, all the time. Um, so it's, um, uh, it's obviously very difficult to, to do this without him. That's a tough one. March 5th, he was 52. That's only eight years and 10 years older than you, Rube. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine was in a bar in Vancouver. He's with some friends, and he spotted Luke Perry there because Luke Perry's sister works at the bar. And he said, oh, that's Luke Perry. Anyways, all his friends went around and said hi. Then Luke Perry said, who told that I was here type of thing? Anyways, he bought him uh, around. Oh, Luke wasn't mad? Oh, no, no. Very, very nice. Oh, cool. He seems like a nice person. Uh, it seems like everyone that knew him, it was a it was a real loss. You never heard any garbage on this guy that I can remember. He was a good actor. Yeah, it's one of those Catch Twenty Twos. He was popular because of that TV show Beverly Hills Nine Two One Zero, which I watched and I enjoyed. But it sometimes it can typecast you, like any popularity thing. Yeah. So it was a stroke, by the way. He suffered a stroke. Stroke of bad luck. King Kong Bundy, Ruben. From Atlantic City, New Jersey, weighing 458 pounds, King Kong Bundy! WWE is saddened to learn of the passing of Christopher Allen Pallies, known to the WWE Universe as the legendary King Kong Bundy. On the highway of life, I'm a Mack truck, and when you're a Mack truck, you don't need any road manners. A mountain of a man, 
Bundy's colossal size and strength helped him dominate his opponents as he stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with some of the industry's biggest stars. Devastation himself, King Kong Bundy. He looks like a bus coming down a one-way street. Look at the power of this man. I love King Kong Bundy. Yes. Remember we had the a bendy of them? It was my toy, by the way. It was a yes, it was, and I loved it. I had a King Kong Bundy wrestling toy as a kid, and I stretched and I banged, I beat it. I, I truly, truly loved the King Kong Bunny wrestling toy. Thanks, mom and dad. His real name, Ruben, was Christopher Allen Police. He was just 61. 61, that's it. Yeah, well, unfortunately, it seems like wrestlers do not live very long. No, it's not a profession that has longevity. Is this the guy that got shot outside a store, Nipsey Hustle? I don't, I don't know. Because there is an interesting tinfoil hat conspiracy on this guy. So Nipsey Hussle's a rapper. I don't know the name, and I wouldn't know him from anything other than the fact that he did, when he did make the news, I, I went on a little bit of a web search about him because he was shot while outside a store out in public. This is where Nipsey Hussle was killed, outside his clothing store in South L.A. The gunman opened fire at close range, then jumped in his getaway car. As soon as news broke about the shooting, fans gathered here outside the store, and they're still here today. He was doing so much for the community. He was an artist that, that really cared and that really always came back to where he was rooted from. A mysterious video has surfaced of a young man claiming responsibility for the shooting. I shot him. Police are not saying whether the video is a credible lead. And apparently he was working on a documentary exposing ch uh, child pedophilia. I think I heard of this guy, actually. That, yeah. That, that rings a bell. And if you want to put your tinfoil hat on, I mean, there was... Uh, People like uh, Chester Bennington was working on uh, child pornography exposure, and so was the lead singer from Soundgarden, Chris Cornell. This is Tinfoil Hat stuff, boys and girls, and I don't mean to get there, but we've dabbled in a little bit. You can Google Nipsey Hussle and documentary, and you'll see he was working on something to that effect. Now, is it too related? Who knows? Causation, correlation, who knows? Rest in peace, brother. Sorry for your loss and your family's loss. This one was interesting. A very young 51-year-old director, John Singleton. He was Oscar-nominated director for Boys in the Hood. And he also did the 2000s a remake of Shaft and Two Fast, Two Furious from the Fast and Furious movie. So he was you know, a big Hollywood director. Sure. How, how did he die? Uh, he was only 51. Stroke. Another stroke. And it's about the same age as Luke Perry. It's weird. I actually re-watched Boys in the Hood recently. I, maybe it was after the, his death or something. But I actually watched it uh, like four months ago. Yeah, it doesn't hold up very well in many ways. It's a very weirdly directed film in some ways, but it's, but at the same time, it's actually quite good. Larry Fishburne's in it. Cuba Gooding Jr. pre Jerry Maguire's in it. But not a bad film. It's just some bad direction. He was very young when he, when he directed. I think he was 21 or something, 22. Wow. Yeah. Peter Mayhew, the seven-foot, two-inch tall actor who portrayed Chewbacca in the five Star Wars, Star Wars films, died April 30th. He was 74. <laughs> You want to hear my Chewy? Yeah. That's pretty good. Weren't you in some viral video? Well, I, yeah, thank you, Ruben, for asking. Uh, and I hope our listeners can appreciate the fact that was a legit Chewy, by the way, Ruben. I mean, listeners. Yeah, so I did a, Chewba a Chewbacca YouTube video. And you go on, <laughs> yeah, go on YouTube and take a look. No, don't, Ruben. Don't, don't, don't. I thought you were about to do it. Okay, okay, stop. Okay, just okay. No, I can story. do it. I can do it because I 
have the soundboard on my computer. So what it was is I was with our nephew, Ethan, and I was really proud of myself with doing my Chewbacca and he wanted to hear it. And so I did it in the car and I think it was about Christmas time. He was visiting around Christmas time. So I recorded it and I put it on YouTube. It has like 200 views, barely any views, but Disney was doing a Force Awakens or Star Wars ride or some sort of promotion for Star Wars. It was a Chewbacca contest, and they wanted my non-disclosure agreement to use my video in their commercial. The commercial went on Facebook. It had millions of views, and my clip was just a portion of the clip of Chewbacca people. And there was a dog. Yeah, montage. Thank you. And I was a part of 20, 25, wasn't more than 25 individuals. Like, and I'm telling you, Ruben, I nailed my Chewbacca. And the people that were getting comments from other, I was like, no way. And the one that stole the comments was some stupid dog made a growling sound. I was like, come on. I hate that. This is supposed to be humans. Anyway, so uh, here we go. So here's the Chewbacca impersonation. You won't be able to hear it, but our listeners can hear it. two likes (laughs) okay tim conway the emmy winning comedian and actor who memorably starred in mikhail's navy in the 1960s and i remember him personally from the carol burnett show in the 70s me too yeah he died he was 85 i thought he died a while back he's one of those ones where oh he's still alive and now he's dead i didn't really give him much thought no He's enough of a name that I, I remember watching him as a kid. Grumpy Cat. So Grumpy Cat died. You know why he probably died? He probably didn't want to be, you know, compared to that other meme cat that's making the rounds. I heard that Grumpy Cat was going to be in a documentary uh, about exposing. <laughs> I don't want to make a joke about pedophilia. <laughs> oh. I was hoping that you just catch on that. I wouldn't have to say the, the gross word. But. Kitty porn? <laughs> that's not funny that's <laughs> it's a fair pun though a fair pun there's a lot of people in the entertainment world yeah yeah there is that, that just aren't well they have their parts and to play what have you but yeah beth chapman she's of course the wife of a very famous tv character personality dog the bounty hunter Dwayne. Yeah, she died suffering from throat and lung cancer. She was only 51. Terrible. Yeah, the only thing worse than her death is uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter's hair. How dare you? How dare you? You watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that Stuart the Dog died. Yeah, so we're just talking about Grumpy Cat. Well, Stuart the Dog, he's the corgi who played Captain Raymond Holt's dog Cheddar on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He died July 8th. He was only 13. It's a shame. Yeah. Apparently, he died with Grumpy Cat. It was a murder-suicide. Kind of a B-list actor in Hollywood, but he's been in a lot of stuff. That's Rutger Hauer. He was the Dutch actor best known for portraying the tragic villain Roy Batty in Ridley Scott's sci-fi classic Blade Runner. I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the Tenhauser Gate. All those moments will be lost. In time, like tears in rain. But he's been in tons of films. He died July 24th, and he was 75. Not too bad of an age. No. 
I didn't notice, Ruben, when I did a quick preview of the uh, desk this year, it wasn't quite an exciting year as compared to other years. Oh, Peter Fonda. He's a two-time Oscar-nominated star of Easy Rider, and more recently, he was in a film in the 2000s, uh, Yuli's Gold. He died Friday, August 16th. He was 79. Fonda was best known for that cross-country trip in 1969's Easy Rider, the iconic counterculture film he co-starred in and earned an Oscar nomination for writing. She loved her kids, your kids. As far as I'm concerned, she can just stay gone. The Academy taking notice again in 1997, nominating him for Best Actor for Yuli's Gold. It was the best time I've had making a motion picture or a play or, or anything for that matter. He was the son of legendary actor Henry Fonda, the brother of actress Jane Fonda, his daughter Bridget also following in their footsteps. The family tonight remembering Peter as a sweet and gracious man, calling his death one of the saddest moments of our lives. You know, he's a name that I know opposed to, I don't recognize seeing him in anything. I would assume more than half our listeners who listen to the show would, would know who Peter Fonda is. Yeah. Okay, we're getting to the oh, speed of September 11th. This individual died on September 11th. He took my date. Mardick Martin. I don't know who he is, but he was a longtime friend and collaborator of Martin Scorsese. Oh, his writing credits include Mean Streets, New York, New York, and Raging Bull. He died September 11th. He was 84. Eddie Money. Take Eddie Money. me home tonight. Take Money. me home tonight. Yeah. Two tickets to paradise. I've got two tickets to paradise. Yeah, you and I probably aren't singers. I just sung right there. Yeah. Two days later, you'll remember Rick Okasek. He was the lead vocalist of the Cars. The numerous hits from 78 to 88. My Best Friend's Girl, Just What I Need, You Might Think, Magic, Tonight She Comes. He died September 15th. He was 75. He got his start a little later, his uh, breakthrough, I should say, if I recall correctly. Oh, Rip Taylor, Ruben. Rip Taylor, he's the flamboyant, confetti-throwing comedian who was the host of the $1.98 beauty show. He died in October 6th. He was 84. What did Paul Paul say to Michelangelo in the Sistine Chapel? Come on down. We're going to wallpaper. Yay! <laughs> oh, nothing. Inflation's a mess. Even the price of down is up. It's all going up nowadays. Tattoo is tat three. It's all going up. Penny Singleton is nickel doubleton. It's all going up. Pumpernickel's pump a dime. Pick one. I'm in trouble up here. Went into a sandwich shop and asked for a poor boy, and the owner came out. Now pay attention, please. Everything's so expensive. I bought head and shoulders. Cost me an arm and a leg. Here's something. Else. 
Victoria, tell them, it's funny, thank you, darling. I made a killing in the market, though, I shot my butcher, here's something. <laughs> You've seen them before on TV, right? He throws confetti. <laughs> I... <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Either have seen him on Johnny Car- Johnny Carson or David Letterman, but he goes down the aisle and he throws confetti. <laughs> why? Why is okay well, on your own time? Google Rip Taylor. You'll see him throw confetti. Now, him throwing the confetti does that does that lengthen his career or shorten it? I'm not sure, but that's what he's best known for. If I was a comedian, I'd rather be known for some jokes. You know the actor Robert Forster? Yeah. Yeah, he was a character actor, best known for Twin Peaks, and he had an Oscar-nominated performance in Quentin Tarantino's Jackie Brown. He I never died. Saw Jackie Brown. Well, a lot of Quentin Tarantino fans, such as myself or people who follow Tarantino, feel that Jackie Brown's kind of his worst movie. But a bad Tarantino film is is an Oscar-nominated film. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's a lot of people just find Jackie Brown to be his least. Loved, even though there are a lot of people who love it. But if you were to rank the Tarantino films, which we'll probably have to do one day, yeah, that usually falls on the people's worst list. I meant to talk to you about that. We got to do that one day. So you got to watch that film. It's on Netflix, I believe. Well, you've heard the name Robert Evans. I think there was a documentary on Robert Evans a few years back called "Take the Kid to the Picture" or something like that. Okay, but he's a legendary producer of movies such as Chinatown, The Godfather films, and he was the former head of production at Paramount. He died October 26 at the age of 89. Now you probably don't know this guy, Ruben, but Rudy Bosch. Yeah, he was one, okay. He was one of the finalists on the original season of Survivor when that came out in 2000. That way, the homosexual. He's one of the nicest guys I ever met, and he's good at what he does. You know, he's got leadership ability, and, and if these people here would listen to him, he he would take him a long way. But anyway, uh, me and Richard got to be pretty good friends. Not in a homosexual way, that's for sure. So that was... he died? Yeah, he just died November 2nd. Alzheimer's disease at the age of 91. 91? Yes. So he was, oh yeah, he had been in the 70s when he... And he was tough as nails, and he was tough as nails. He was a former Navy SEAL, and he was 72 when he did Survivor. I loved Survivor. Loved it. I only watched season one. Well, you left on a high note. Uh, I I mean, I loved it. I watched every... I had survivor parties at my house. Wow. I loved it. I was never invited. for whatever reason, just never watched it again. That's weird. Oh, this is tragic. 13-year-old passed away. She was only 13. Her name was Laurel Griggs. She starred in the Broadway musical once, and she's also appeared in several Saturday Night Live sketches. She died November 5th, suffering from a severe asthma attack. Poor thing. Jeez, just make note of that because it's just the youngest on this list. K-pop, go scroll back up. Guhara? Yes. You know her? Well, no, but she's famous. Uh, Korean pop or K-pop. There's a whole thing for K-pop. Right. Unfortunately, there's been quite a few deaths in K-pop. I've read a little bit about K-pop and the kind of work they go through, and it's, yeah. Very tragic. Just yeah. 28 years old. 28. I don't know her from Adam. Still under investigation. She was found dead in her home. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, here's a loss right here. Yeah, Carol Spinney, who played the beloved children's character Big Bird on Sesame Street for over 50 years, Ruben. 
How did it make you feel when Pigeon was, uh, was mean to you and said you couldn't be in the club? Oh, it wasn't very nice. It made me feel bad. I just wanted to be part of the club. And so what did I you do? I just wanted them to like me. Mm -hmm, I know. And what did you do then? Well, uh, Elmo and, and, uh, and Abby saw that I was in trouble, so they went and got an adult. Oh, yes, because an adult needs to be brought in when something like this happens. And Blue Jay, why did you go along with Pigeon? Pigeon was not being nice. No. And you were very quick to side against your friend Big Bird. Why did you well, do that? I wanted Big Bird to join the club, but I was afraid that if I said something, I might get kicked out of the club, or maybe I'd be bullied. He died just this December 8th in his Connecticut home. Spinney was also a more traditional puppeteer behind the trash can dwelling monster Oscar the Grouch. He was 85. Wow, he was the man behind the, the Big Bird suit, eh? Yeah. Love that character, Big Bird. What kind of animal is Big Bird? I mean, like, other than a bird. Uh, a big one. Now, you might not know who this is, but this of is Renee. I do. Okay. Uh, I think that I don't like Star Trek. I did think that, Ruben. Correct me, please. I like Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget how to pronounce this guy's name. Renee Aberjonois. Aberjonois. Renee O'Bears and Juan. I think the B and the J and the second O are silent. Really? I just made it up. Okay. Renee O'Bears and Juan. So he played Odo. Anyone that knows Deep Space Nine at all, he's Odo, and I'm saying his name wrong. Renee O'Bears and Juan. He also was in the Siri Benson that we watched as kids. We watched Benson. Yeah. And he was, in, he was in the MASH film. So he suffered from lung cancer. But he was 79, so. Renee O'Bears and Juan. There you go. This most recent one, Ruben, uh, sucks. This is Mary Fredrickson. She was the sweetest singer with the pop duo Roxette. You've made fun of me for liking Roxette on this very show. Yep. <laughs> Who's the last laugh now? Um, I'm not sure. Not, not her. <laughs> yeah, so she had a 17-year battle with cancer. That's terrible. Yeah. Of course, we know she had the big songs. It must have been love. That one's always brought up. She's an incredible voice. The band Roxette, over 80 million albums sold worldwide. Did you listen to Roxette again after she died? I didn't, actually. I didn't. Too painful. No. Um, <laughs> I will go back to them, but I, I don't do that with artists when they die. I didn't do it with Tom Petty. I didn't rush back. I joked about saying it's too hard, but in a weird way, it's like when a band breaks up. In Excess, for example, Yeah. when Michael Hutchins died, it took me, oh, Years, years to listen to them again. I just actually started listening to them again because it's been so long since his death, like 20 years now. And I started listening to him on YouTube just out of nostalgia because In Excess re-released their 1991 concert live, Baby Live in theaters for a day only. So I went back and watched on YouTube and I was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe, I, like, I forgot how good they are. It just, great. Just, yeah. So when she passed, it's the same thing. It's kind of like, it's hard when, somebody dies that shouldn't be dead yet, if that makes sense. And it's just too soon to go back. I don't know. I find it hard to listen to the music when I'm a fan. 
Uh, same when, like when Heath Ledger passed, he's another one where it's hard for me to go back and watch his movies. Like, cause it's just, it's over, even though you should still enjoy what they've done. It's a weird, that's all you're going to get. It's over. So you kind of hold on to the memory. I don't know. That's just the way I've coped with people that I've enjoyed in art. And the most recent one of note is Danny Alio. He was the Oscar winning star of Do the Right Thing and Moonstruck. He was in Godfather Part Two. He was also Once Upon a Time in America, The Purple Rose of Cairo. Big, big time actor. He's been in lots of stuff. He died at the age of 86. So there you go. And I hope our listeners aren't too bored. It's not Those, our fault that bigger stars didn't die this year. Yeah, we, we did all that we could. In the year of death, there wasn't that many big stars compared to previous years. Go back and listen to our previous episodes on the celebrity deaths, and there were some bigger years. I think for this list, I'm not going to really pick the worst person because we don't have any Fidel Castro. We strictly took Hollywood's notable deaths. We didn't take any other political figures or names or anything like that uh, or anyone that was notable in the news, i.e. Epstein. So the criteria for me personally, Ruben, this one is just which loss kind of affected me the most. I kind of gave it away already, and that was uh, Mary Fredrickson. Uh, I definitely was a fan of Roxette, and am a fan, but I mean enough that I listened to them for years. You're telling me that her death affected you more than Bob Einstein's? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. It must yeah. have been love that you had. For it her. must have been love. No, I love Bob, and he would have been my second choice easily. Put it this way: if Mary hadn't died just at the end of this year, and this was a close call, yeah, you, you have to keep in mind, Bob died in January of 2019, like January 2nd. So he started off the year strong, uh, <laughs> but Mary came in like a dark horse and died 11 months later. Just well, you rate. know, I guess people affect you differently. Yeah. For me, Bob Einstein. Sure. Sure. Um, I, I see it, Rube. I see it. He brought me laughter in my, as a, like a young youth, like a tween to, you know, him being a super Dave. I love that show. I loved course. it. With Curb for the past 10 years, his humor is this, his dry, his raspy voice. Yeah. He'll yeah. Be he brought, he's brought me a lot of laughs. I agree. I totally get your pick. And had it not been for Marie's past, I think I can only, using your same criteria, but on the music side, Roxette's probably a lot of joy listening to their music for years. No laughter, <laughs> uh, but joy. Let's do that. They brought me a lot of laughter. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I hold no shame. I hold no shame. I, I'm just teasing. I know. They obviously made really catchy songs. There's a reason why they sold 80 million. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ruin. Well, remember, in front of every silver lining, there's a cloud, and we're here to help you find it. I'm really looking forward to 2020s list, Ru. Yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. You can do it this year. What's yeah. the big names? Let's do it. Who will die in 2020? We'll find out. Come back a year later and listen to If you don't listen to anything else, come back a year later and listen to our coverage of 2020s deaths. Talk to you later. Yeah.